Um, yeah, timeline I think is when I had a really big crush on Gerard Butler, and then we had yes. him come out as a phantom. Oh yeah, of the opera, of the opera. So we got that going for us too. So many things with Patrick Wilson. The second time I'd seen him because he'd been Angels in America by that point. Oh. oh man, let's watch Conjuring right now. Right now, we got to stop. We're turning off the tape, <laughs> and we're going to watch Conjuring. Oh, we'll be back man. in two hours. See you later. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. We're back. Wow. It's been quite I mean, some time. Between work and headaches and me being sick for like a month like literally a, a month. month yeah oh man it's it's, it's been, been a wild ride <laughs> the last bit of 2019 already, yeah exactly oh man <laughs> on 2019 Wait, not 2019 <laughs> that was our joke earlier today <laughs> that we're going to use during the show but we'll see if it actually comes up we'll see that i want <laughs> that i said like we gotta just say it on the show not in 2019 because there's just like a week left or whatever it yep. is 10 days a little like yeah that. a little over a week in this decade, decade. i was gonna say century <laughs> dad jokes in oh, this decade man. in this decade what <laughs> dad jokes <laughs> that's all there was like oh, there no. was one of those i guess blow your mind posts and it was like you know dad jokes uh-huh. i'll see you next year i'll see you t- i'll see you next decade it was like uh-huh. the uh-huh. the evolution uh-huh. it was like i'll see you next decade uh-huh i like the ones that's like uh, 2000 was 20 years ago, which is really uh funny because 1980 was also, also 20 years, years ago. And then I felt that deeply. And then, then Tumblr messed it up because they're like, "Look, all you people that were born after the turn of the century don't understand that it just messed us up. Like we just don't know. <laughs> we don't like, know. Like, it, it was 20 years ago, but also no years ago. Like we don't know yeah. what's happening. Like Y2K fucked us all up. Oh, okay, maybe, hold on. That's what happened. Maybe it ended. It did not." Like mess up the machines no, and mess up our brains. What if that's what happened? I believe it. Our brains are the ultimate machines. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God. Welcome to our Conspiracy Jeez. Theory podcast. <laughs> Why don't we have that? I don't know. Because you would lose your mind <laughs> researching I could not handle it. I would just it. be the stupid And I have to person. quit my job. I would be like, the dumb person just talking and you're like losing your mind like researching we every minute the dark every web. Like, we can't. It's not good. I'm not going to. Nope. I love you too much for that. We're not <laughs> going to let you do it. So we won't be having that. <laughs> I wouldn't have anywhere to live because I'd never go to work. I'd just be researching conspiracy theories. Jeez, oh, if someone could pay you for that, anybody want to pay me for that? I like how I said did say recently. I was like, oh, I'm like, I like also this other like I do some podcasts and st- stuff. And someone's like, that's really lucrative. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what? Mm, um, if you already for us, have it's not. like a career and you also and you do a podcast. Yeah. Then like maybe it will. It's like a secondary stream. Of yeah. Income. Most of the people who make like, money from podcasts, like they already are in like they, the biz. Yeah. Don't make money like from something. podcasts. Yeah. It's like they do something else. <sighs> so funny. Even something like my dad wrote a porno. Like they all were like doing stuff that was like money anyway. Yeah. So it was like whatever. Um, not to call them out, but you know what I mean. Like as I'm <laughs> saying, like everyone who makes money off a of podcast is already doing other things. Mm-hmm. It is not. You guys are funny. Um, so what do we do now? 
let's see. We talk about sugar our sugar maker, maker moments. moments. That's what we do. Did you want to start us off? Oh, you're drinking. Sorry. That's okay. I'm just, I was done. Oh, I just had God. that one last sip. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a lot, but I will focus on two, uh, new home, new job, kind of. Wow. Uh, I'll be moving next month from this place we're sitting now that Mm -hmm. is musty smelling and sometimes the ceiling collapses and it rains every three months and the faucets don't turn off all the time and she made it cozy don't worry it's it's fine it just (laughs) it's not happy it's dangerous and at any time it could start raining yeah while we're talking yeah inside uh so i got a new place it's not far from the current place Mm -hmm. but it's been completely renovated and it has hardwood floors and so i'm feeling fancy um Mm -hmm. and the other thing is i got it's not like official official i haven't signed paperwork well they offered it to me but i haven't signed paperwork yet because they're still rebanding the county or whatever okay but i got an internship for 2020 Woohoo! i'm so excited um, about this all libraries all the time for our <laughs> <That's> actually <laughs> it's gonna I be knew, my life no i did say that like a couple weeks well before i got sick so i'll say a couple months ago that i was like i want you to have like internship in the library and to work full-time in the library and to sell book sleeves i just want all books all times <laughs> all books all times <laughs> i'm getting there you are. uh so yeah so my second job will be um like less physically strenuous next year and pay me more money so i'm pretty happy about that and it's in line with what you want to do exactly and internships look real good on resumes Mm -hmm. so and everybody there was super nice and i'm looking forward to working with them i'm so excited thanks that's it i think how about you did you have shout outs oh i'll let you go and then i'll do the shout outs because i've read like 40 books in the last like okay that's all right um so i went to chicago during our break i'm from chicago <laughs> wait what what is that a quote from it's from drag race i said hold on I need, oh <laughs> wow <laughs> Season, wow is it two it's mo it's you know your Monique. audience clearly yeah. <laughs> like and that's not sarcasm <laughs> um i bet people recognize that immediately that are listening to also this podcast um i sorry like just turned to like look at you but i felt weird that we we're both like <laughs> facing forward facing forward facing the door <laughs> like someone's coming um uh so i went to chicago and that was really fun i went to go see um a former roommate of mine and her children and we had like a friendsgiving and i it was funny my friend jennifer was like don't judge chicago from like the like 24 hours we were there for your birthday you know like you got you haven't been in it yet you gotta like really be in it because i wasn't like uh, loving it and actually technically i was in the like suburbs like an hour away <laughs> from chicago for most of it but we did go into the city uh one day particularly to go to the um muse i should be making notes for you and i'm not sorry okay. um uh the museum of science and industry we went there as like a fun like let's do a day in the city thing and um, cause my friend has, uh, two little, like a baby baby, like she's nine months old, I think now, oh shoot, eight months, eight months old. Wait, she's probably nine months now that I, because <laughs> I don't remember. Ah, she's still a baby. <laughs> we carry she her around and then she has, um, her little daughter. Oh no. How old is she? Six, six or seven years now. Darn it. I cannot remember any ages at all. So she's like ages. a, like a little kid and like a baby. And we were like playing in this museum and it was really fun because it was set up for Christmas time and they had um, Christmas trees from around the world. So fun. We were like freaking Aww. out. And then actually my friend's um, family uh, is like Hungarian and Serbian and they had 
an actual little display about um, Serbian Christmas, uh, like Orthodox Serbian Christmas traditions, because they don't have a Christmas tree. They actually have, um, oh, I won't be able to pronounce it. I was able to at the time, but they had like certain things they do with like, um, uh, they had fashioned in like a wreath basically in the box, but it's not necessarily what they do. And it was, it was something so cool that she had told me about earlier in the week. So we really enjoyed that. We came like at the perfect time and they were playing with all the stuff and we were there all day. All so day. that was one of my sugar baker moments. Um, my other one <laughs> was not just going to a movie with you just now. That was always fun that we went to Alamo. Yep. We saw Knives Out. Really we good. had burgers. Yep. It was, yeah, Knives Out was fun. Like was Leslie fun. does not like I don't like murder mysteries. mysteries at all. Well, mysteries mm-hmm. or murder mysteries like at all, but she yeah. enjoyed it and I loved it um that was fun um but then also we got here and leslie gave me my bag of presents which were all fantastic but one of it can i share about the <laughs> yeah. dumb one one of which is like my favorite thing i think i had a maniacal laugh uh did. i has have since we have lived together four years ago now i guess yeah yeah i used to be like where is my tiny pillow to throw at you like whenever i was like ma- fake mad at her i wanted to have a tiny pillow to throw at her i don't know where i got this concept from it was just like i wanted to like throw something at you but like oh because i think there were pillows on the couch yeah but, a pillow but they were like hurt you full-size pillows yeah i wanted a tiny pillow to throw at you and not oh you <laughs> she is playing with her cat right now she's biting her um uh <laughs> she's gonna get you you're gonna get got i'm gonna get got um i wanted a tiny pillow to throw in her in anger and it's like leslie since she has become like a seamstress over (laughs) this end of the decade um uh, i was gonna say this decade i couldn't make a joke there it was gonna come out i didn't i didn't have it in me um she made me a whole bag of (laughs) tiny pillows and this is i told her i was like you have made a mistake (laughs) you have made an error in judgment that you gave me ammunition Ammunition. like what is wrong literal ammunition like but i can't do it today because she'll know it's coming but there's like always gonna be like when i'm here (laughs) there's always gonna be a tiny pillow in my pocket to throw at her and she's and like she's eventually gonna kill me it's okay um but uh that was my sugar (laughs) through like i could throw tiny pillows at you and i took a picture that we'll put on website Yay. Of these tiny pillows that she made that are really fancy. They look like I need like a tiny couch. You do need a tiny couch. <laughs> they came from like um one of the our we have like a designer at work and um she gets all these fabric samples and so that's where they came from. She gave me a whole box of fabric samples and I was like, I know what I'm gonna make with these. <laughs> I you were so, she told me that. Like, had I even where I <coughs> sorry. I told you about the fabric samples. Yeah. And then but I was like, like, I'm going like, to make you a Christmas present. Some, so stupid. It's going to make me really happy. I was like, what? You're not supposed to make anything. Oh, man. So there we go. Did you yep. want shout outs? Okay. Yes. Very oh, quickly. Here she goes. Movies. Okay. Uh, Jumanji, The Next Level. Mm-hmm. Suspiria, the remake. Mm-hmm. Black Christmas, the mm-hmm. remake. Wow, you've been good about vacation movies. Yep. And Knives Out, of course, we just talked about that. Yeah. And then books, The Secrets We Kept. I don't know if I've talked about this before, oh. but in case I haven't, like, go read this book. It's by Lara Prescott. It's about the early days of the Cold War um, after World War II, before the CIA was officially formed. Right, with the two ladies, and, like, one does end up being, oh, I won't say. Yeah. <laughs> one, I was excited about Like, I happened. was only rooting for her. Like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. The Russians can lose. The Americans can mm-hmm. lose. Like, I'm just rooting for Sally. Wait, is that the Sally. one that's about Dr. Zhivago. 
not strange love. Nope. <laughs> I think we did talk about this before. But just read it. Um, it's fine. Go for it. Next one is Alone by E.J. Noyes. It's uh, a lesbian romance. So know that going in is just a romance novel. But it like got me in my soul. The plot is this woman is going to be paid half a million dollars to spend four years in complete isolation. And honestly, I do it You're for like, half yeah, that. Four years? Yep. I would do it for half that. Uh, and so she starts going crazy, of course, because yeah. they're doing experiments on what happens to people in isolation. Yeah. She starts hearing voices of like her dead mom and oh, wow. her dead sister and like all these other people. And then like someone like a hiker shows up mm-hmm. and she doesn't know if she's real. Wait, she's like in like the woods. Yeah. She's <gasps> like, she doesn't know where she oh, is. My, it's like in the list. middle of nowhere. Um, I have the audiobook on Audible. If you want oh, to really? It. Yep. Oh, um and uh so she doesn't know if this hiker is real she doesn't know if she can trust herself but also if the hiker is real she's totally fucking up this experiment oh and so it's it's real huh it's yeah like it got me i was like i want to do that um lastly the future of another timeline by annalee new newitz and I read like in the in the bio in the back it uses a pronoun she, but I know someone who knows their partner and they use the word the pronoun they. they. So I'm just gonna say okay. they. Okay. Um, but they also wrote uh, autonomous, which is a really good like like cyberpunk sci-fi book. Huh. Came out like two years ago, I think. Did you, did you read that one? I did. I, I read that when it first came out. It was good. But this one's like time travel, and there's a. There's like a group of women. Um, they call themselves the Daughters of Harriet because in their timeline, Harriet Tubman was a senator. Oh, I told you oh, about this one. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. And so they're trying to go back there, like these men's rights activists who are trying to fuck with the timeline. Oh, wow. And so they're trying to go, but they don't really realize at first. But as they go back to these different points, they realize that things aren't right. And so they kind of start forming this idea that there are men going back and fucking with the timeline. And then there's like this time war, and they have to stop them. But also the main character has stuff in her own past that she's like fighting with trying to change it because they're of the theory that like you can't if you change something in your own timeline like it's frowned upon. But it's they think that like like if you go back in time and kill Hitler, somebody else would have done it. You know, like there would be another Hitler. And it's like individual people don't make history like like grassroots movements and people and organizations and communities like change history because if I'm you just literally go back going, and kill someone going right now into your audible and like downloading <laughs> alone to die, yeah. but I'm not paying attention it's, oh, to Oh, and I love Abby, Abby Creighton, Sorry, I think narrates that. Um, <laughs> I'm really like, as we're talking, no, I'm like logging into it. her it's, thing it's on so my good. audible app to do it. <laughs> and Abby Creighton narrates that. And mm-hmm. she's amazing. Okay. Also, shout out to her. She's narrated like, I don't know, a hundred books or something. And I love her voice. Okay. But yeah, that's it. Wow, that's okay. <laughs> and I also like, oh, you've got some cool. You can have anything because I bought like I six books on the fifty percent. I've sale. never logged on to your Audible. Before. There's a lot of stuff in French. Yeah, that's fascinating. I have no idea to what me. they're saying, but it's catchy. We listen to it. And Fanny Ardant, and um, there's another woman, another actress that has narrated a few, and I just like hmm. listening to their voices as I fall asleep because they're very soothing. Oh yeah, no, French. I've done that. Hello, that's why I like listening to like Romanian a lot of the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, help yourself. Uh, Phoebe's book is in there. Yeah. I did not ask permission to log into her account (laughs) ever. We do this all the time. We share like (laughs) library stuff and like all kinds of accounts and whatever. But I was like, if I don't do this right now, I'm going to forget. It's such, it's so good. 
I read it in print because I got it through ILL. Uh-huh. And then I saw that it was available, but it's only from Audible. So, like, I can't get it on script. I can't get it from the library, like, the audiobook because I wanted to listen yeah, to it after yeah, I yeah. read it. Yeah. And so I started my Audible account again to get that book. Really? And then bought, like, six other books because they were having oh, a 50% off sale. yeah. I do that sometimes. Like, mine's paused right now, but I'll yeah, like get back I'll in. I'll pause it again at, at the end of the month and then yeah. re-up it at some point. Yeah. Um, because I have so much stuff I have to listen to on there. It's just oof, everything all the time. All the time. I met my Goodreads goal this year. What was it? Two fifty. That was your. I'm you, currently you, at two sixty two. Oh, I was gonna say I probably you probably surpassed it. Is why I asked. Yep. So Look I got at all her. this. I gotta read that whole sack. Yeah. Those One, two, ILLs. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Folks, <laughs> there are eleven books. Can I do it by at. January second? Yep. Maybe you can because she's y'all. She skims sometimes and sometimes, she, yeah. So like she can do it. Have faith. This child reads like a book a minute. <laughs> I it takes me about nine years to read a book. I'm just not a good reader. You're like, a thorough reader. No, like visually, I like dyslexia. It's all right. Um, also, like I just can't. I can sit there and watch a TV show all day. That's yeah, just how see, I am. Some I can do that, do that very rarely. Yeah, no, I can do a TV show yep. like, all day. I can watch a movie 25 times. Like, <laughs> that I can't Not do. in a row. Actually, a couple times I have watched movies like back to back. Like I'm like, and again. Let's just do it. One more yep. again. There's some I've seen in the theater and I'm like, can we just sit here until the next one starts again? Okay, hustlers. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Look, uh, <laughs> it wasn't the best movie of the year. It's my top movie of 2019. <laughs> when I release my top 10 on Facebook, it's going to be like, none of these are in any order except Hustlers is at the top and then everything else. Everything else is just Whatever. There. That's funny. Um, I do have one shout out. Speaking of TV shows. Do it. Uh, just the midnight diner tokyo stories that is on oh, yeah. netflix and my brother recommended it to me and i happened to watch it that night and it is let me tell you this is the if you're in the northern hemisphere if you're particularly if you're in somewhere cold it is such <coughs> a weird <coughs> excuse me i'm better stop dying at breathing you guys i would be happy that we did not tape before now because <laughs> i would have been coughing every five seconds um uh i even like ended up in the hospital that's how much just like cold whatever virus thing has taken me over um but um uh so not in i went to the ed for like three hours let's not be dramatic aaron but um uh the midnight diner tokyo stories that i happened to just watch it when i got home work one night and put on like my slippers and it was like oh let me tell you one thing though it's like the food is gonna make you well i mean i guess if you don't like any asian cuisine at all you won't be excited by it but um uh, the first episode they're talking about like um i think tan men which is like a noodle soup mm-hmm. and i was like why don't i have any noodle soup <laughs> like <laughs> what is this now. i was like oh so mad um and uh and so it'll make you want like a lot of pasta and stuff and whatever but i absolutely love it there are two seasons on netflix it's real cozy especially the like theme (laughs) my brother and i just comment to each other sometimes and it's just like pretty pleasant and it's funny because my brother he had only i watched like the first two seasons before he got like three episodes in he was like oh yeah like they're kind of like coy about things and like don't and they're not for like it doesn't come right out i was like oh no that happens eventually (laughs) they are definitely like explicit about stuff and so um but it's just i don't know it's really especially watching at night 
mm-hmm. was cold outside. It is really kind of soothing somehow. I don't know. I'm loving it. So I've already watched it like through twice. Yeah. Because it's so good. Um, so that's my thing, especially if you like have any inkling to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. It'll make you want to go more. Um, and I was, uh, I have Japanese cousins who lived with me when I was younger and it was making me really nostalgic. Like I told you, I was yeah, like, I want to go to Sanrio surprises, them. except for actually it's closed. <laughs> it made me so sad, but maybe like want to like have like my bento box is not a Moomin bento box. And I was like, why is it not a Moomin bento box? Which actually Moomin's like a finished book that they also like in England, but I know it through Japan. <laughs> so whatever. But it did make me want to like watch Sailor Moon again and all kinds of stuff. Aww, it was like yay. tapping into so much nostalgia of dumbness. So there we go. We've caught all up. We're caught up. Jeez. Do you want me to tell our readers what we watched this week? What did we watch this time? Okay. So this time we watched, well, literally today we watched it. Today. <laughs> um, season six, episode 15, Pain comes home. By the way, look at how smug Mary Jo is in that picture. I love her. This I'm going to do a little like screenshot. She's of like this. the translator of pain. She oh shoot for this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like she's, explaining what's happening. She's hilarious to everyone. Um, I'm just gonna do a little screenshot of her smugness. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> okay, so uh, it first aired January 13th, 1992. And TV Guide reads, uh, Julia delights an opportunity to dote on son Payne when he returns for a visit, which Julia learns will be permanent spoilers. Oh, it doesn't say that uh, Payne is played by guest star. Oh, shoot. What's his name? I noticed it again at the end of the uh, credits. I was like, use him by name. But I always forget because I have like a crush on him for when he was on. Um, Talk Amongst Yourselves. Talk Amongst Yourselves. So when he was on uh, Scandal and he's like the awful um the he's like a sniper or something like that (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like that's what i love about it because i'm like you were definitely in the father bride and designing women what are you doing um probably just type in pain sugar bagel it's like google george newburn yeah that's it why does oh because he's not a sugar baker i was like why is Is he not a sugar baker baker? it's McElroy. Oh, right. His dad. His dad's, yeah. (laughs) I was like, why is it not such a sugar baker? Oh, that's actually cool that I didn't even think about that Julia kept her last name. And that her, she kept her last name, I guess, because she's Julia Sugar Baker. And that her company is named after her and her sister, who is in Japan. What? And what do you think you're going to do? Madam. I know. know. You're not going to fit. You're going to try. You just sit right there. Okay. Sorry. We're playing with a cat. We're <laughs> trying the to discourage her from wrecking go. the setup here. Okay. Um, we start Sugar Bakers as per usual. Um, Julia has just gotten a letter from Payne. And, uh, <laughs> no, remember letters? Remember letters? <laughs> like actual handwritten letters? And Carlene's like, oh, I remember meeting him when he came home <laughs> last fall. This was the laziest. <laughs> so lazy. Like, excuse me? She's like, we hadn't been here long. And like, we hadn't even <laughs> met Bernice yet. And then we immediately flash back and we never come back to the present. Spoilers. Like, the end of the credits is still. It's still. Last fall. Yeah, that's it. Um, what was the point of this? I don't know. Uh, it could have just been like this. It episode. could have just been now. It didn't like, have he to be hasn't the past. been home because she says last fall. So like this bitch hasn't been home in like forever. No, so, so it could have just, just come now. Just now. Uh, it, be, it was really strange. It was weird. Um, 
so we go to the flashback mm-hmm. and uh pain's coming and carlene offers to help julia like make up the room for him and stuff but she's just kind of like nesting and enjoying it because he hasn't been home in so long so she doesn't want any help and carlene says that she can't wait to meet him and his wife all the way from new york city and she's like i always think of that bacani commercial where they just say Jeez. new york city oh my and then God. she giggles uh, and then she asks if Julia knows that commercial. Of course, Julia does not. Nope. Um, she doesn't know references and popular culture and things. She's too refined for that. No, yeah. Um, and Carlene tells her she should see it because it's cute. Mm-hmm. Julia's like, I'll keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Carlene is eating fried chicken. <laughs> yep. Julia goes upstairs. Uh, Allison points out that there's a recession on. Finally acknowledges that there's actually a recession because when we were actually talking about the recession, she's like, "There's no recession." Oh yeah, that's it's right. Just people don't want to work. Yeah. Um, and people are cutting back on non-essentials like decorating. Mm-hmm. And Carlene's just like, "Yep," and just starts licking her fingers and keeps eating the the fried chicken. And Allison's like, "So when a customer comes in, we have to make the best impression possible instantly." And Carlene's like, "What's your point?" And she's still licking her fingers. And Allison says, my point is, do you think we should really be standing here? You should really be standing here chowing down on a big piece of poultry and licking your fingers. Mm-mm. And Carlene's like, well, that's the way they advertise it, though. Finger licking good. Mm-hmm. And Allison says, no, that's the way they used to advertise it. Now they cater to a more upscale clientele. You know, people who don't lick themselves clean after meals. I don't think they've ever they've never to done an that. upscale clientele. It's always been like, no, yeah, you're looking good. Yeah. Carlene's like, well, I guess you're right. I'm sorry. You know, I want to be a more, learn to be a more sophisticated businesswoman like you. And Allison's like, oh, you know, I'm glad to help. Just follow my lead. Whenever a customer walks in here, we treat them like royalty. Do you understand? And then Bernice comes in. Yep. And so it's important that before we, the, the two things that they said before we flash yeah. back were last fall and we hadn't met Bernice yet. Yeah. <sighs> so Bernice It could have in. just worked without the whole it's, intro, We didn't honestly. need to know that. Because um, we would have picked up. We're smart enough to pick up that they don't know who she is when they act like they don't know who she is. Yeah. But continue. But I guess because they have, there's so many episodes already with the two mm-hmm. of them. Like they had to be like, Had to, I see. Remember when we didn't know Bernice? Yeah. I'm sorry, Sonny. Yeah. Teasing you. Um, talking with my hands and she's like, well, let me get you. Yeah, I'm um, getting a hand. Bernice comes in and she's like, hello, everybody. Who the hell are you two? <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> She's coming in hot coming in her hot. red cape. <laughs> and Allison immediately starts, like, catering to her, thinking she's, like, a client. Yeah. She offers to take her coat, and then they offer. She says, yeah, okay, only if you promise to give it back. <laughs> and she tells Carlene to go get her a cup of tea. And Carlene is very hoity-toity, and she's, I'd be delighted, madame. Mm-hmm. And she asks her if she wants sugar or lemon. Allison starts a talking full, about. A full, like, tea set. Yeah, like, a very fancy tea set. It's crazy. And Allison starts talking about all they do at Sugar Bakers. And Carlene says it's a delight to have her in their workplace. And Bernice is like, what have you done with the people who used to work here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Carlene's like, oh, you've been here before. And Bernice says, I think so. And then Allison's like, what did you come in here looking for? And Bernice says, I came here for someone to take me to that new Ernest movie. <laughs> and then Anthony comes in. Bernice is immediately relieved. And he's talking about getting stuff in the van because he's getting ready to leave. And Bernice is like, Anthony, thank God you're here. And he asks how she's doing. And she's like, who are these people? Mm-hmm. And so the, he, Anthony, introduces Bernice to Allison and Carlene. And Allison's like, oh, we thought she was a customer. And uh, Bernice says, oh, dear, I do hope that doesn't mean you're going to stop kissing my butt. <laughs> yeah. 
And Julia comes down. She thought it was Payne because Payne is coming to visit, mm-hmm. as we learned before the flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, and asks if Bernice has met everybody. And Bernice says, I like this girl talking about Allison. Uh-huh. She's going to go take me to see Ernest. Yeah. Where did that come from? I don't. That didn't happen. I don't know. Yeah. And Julia's like, who's Ernest? And then Carlene gives her the background, all of the Ernest movies. Yeah. And she says, back home, Ernest goes to camp, was held over for six weeks. We got a lot of movies like Dead Poet Society and Pretty Woman, but when Ernest came to town, my ex-husband Dwayne Dauber would always say, well, finally a movie about real people who have real problems. And there was a good like audience laugh to that. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yep. I haven't seen an Ernest movie since they came out. Oh, man. Um, I don't feel like I need to rewatch them. I doubt they would hold up. Uh, They will not hold up. Ernest Scared Stupid, I feel like, might be interesting to watch again because yeah. I remember that one being pretty funny. Ernest goes to jail. I think I probably need to see because there's a How This Get Made episode about it. Ooh. So that seems like I need to. Yep. Yeah. Clearly. And then Allison uh, says that Carlene obviously should be the one to take Miss Clifton to the movie. Mm-hmm. And Bernice is like, nope, yeah. you're not backing out of me, are you? Mm. This is, I got a gift of this. Jack, Jack, you? no trade back. Yeah. <laughs> that got me. I was, what? Uh, uh, Payne comes in and Julia introduces him to Bernice and Carlene and says, you know, you know your cousin Allison or whatever. Um, turns out Sylvia, his wife, who we saw their wedding. Is not coming. We did. I fully don't remember it. It was when she sang <laughs> Sweet Georgia Brown. Oh, yeah, that's right. You sent me that gift the other oh, day. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, I did. Yeah, you did. Okay. Um, and he doesn't make a big deal about it. He's just like, oh, yeah, you know, she's visiting her parents and I'm here. But that seems weird because they were both supposed to come. Yep. And then she just decided to go visit her parents instead. Something's afoot. Something is afoot. And later that night, uh, they're talking and Payne says he's really glad to be there just something about the house you grew up in it feels really safe um and then he tries to like shove his clothes in the closet and he's having trouble but he finds his old model planes that like he never really (laughs) finished building yeah and he's like oh you kept these um and she's like yeah you know i kept everything so be here when you got back um but he says he'll go through like all of his boxes in the attic and stuff and do some cleaning up and do a few other things around the house while he's here and Julia's like, oh, you know, you're looking tired. Like, you don't have to do all that or whatever. And he says he's okay. But then he says maybe he's not totally okay. Yeah. And how, like, nope. the big city is starting to wear him down. Yeah. And, like, publishing isn't as glamorous as he thought it would be. <laughs> he's basically Aww. a glorified proofreader. And Julia's like, that's not true. And he's like, you're right. I'm not glorified. Oh. <laughs> and then she reminds him um, that the first couple of years after college are really hard. Like now he has a wife and he's building his career and he has bills. But that's why they call it being an adult. Um, and she yeah. says, and he's like, like playing with his airplanes while she's talking. And she's like, darling, would you not swoop your airplane while I'm talking to you? Mm hmm. Um, and she's like, I cooked your favorites, uh, beanie weenies. There's pineapple upside down cake. What in the world? And he's like, Mom, that's not. Those aren't really my favorite foods beanie, anymore. What? What adult wants Maybe beanie when weenies? He was like six. Maybe as like a comfort food, but Maybe. I don't know. Ooh. And Julia's like, they're not. And he's like, No, that's okay. That's the way mothers are. They think that if you like something once, you'll like it forever. Huh. And then he makes this very unnecessary joke. Oh. And he says, remember, I used to like breast milk. Like, I couldn't get enough of it. But that doesn't mean you have to have some in the fridge every time I come home. Leslie does not like (laughs) human milk, everyone. (laughs) There's a whole thing about it in Playing House. And, like, I tried tried to make a joke and she almost kicked me out. Breastfeeding. And, nope, I don't. I'm very glad people do it because that's how we, like, that's how we make it. No, we have too many people, so you're not glad they do it. I don't. 
I don't I don't like I don't want none of it. I mean I try to make a joke about like how I need to have a child just to have like a fridge of like pretzels and she was so mad at me. I know. It's not necessary. I know. So that's why. I was like, why is it not necessary joke? Oh, because it's literally not necessary for you. It's not necessary. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, a grown man talking about breast milk. It's it's gross. It's not funny. Okay, fun fact. <laughs> Leslie does not think anything about breast milk is funny. It's funny. Okay. Except that one that one with Suzanne. The episode Which one? where Suzanne actually drank it. Oh yeah, that you thought that was funny? funny? Okay, okay. That was a little funny. That was a little funny. Okay. All right. Because Suzanne. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Tangent. No. Um Julia hopes that they have time to visit while he's here. He's like, Oh, we're gonna have plenty of time to visit. Uh Sylvie and I are separating. BTOs. <laughs> And she's like, why? And he's like, oh, you know, we're just kind of stressed out. Like, we're not really happy anymore. And he makes a good point. He says, we got married because we thought she was pregnant. And when it turned out she wasn't, we wonder why we got married at all. Oh, Because I feel like they probably wouldn't have got married if they didn't think she was having a baby. Yeah. Because they were, like, real young and stuff. And he says, you were right. We were way too young. And Julia's like, I didn't say that. And he's like, no, but you were thinking it. And she's like, I know that, but I didn't say it. (laughs) Yeah. That was cute. Yeah. (laughs) A little sassy. I liked it. Always. Um. And she's like, look, you know, I know it's your life, but have y'all talked about this thoroughly? And he says, we've talked and we've talked and we've talked. And like, I don't think we can talk about it anymore. It's best that we live apart. She's going to stay in the apartment in New York. And Julia asks him where he's Ah. going to live. And he's like, well, here. Oh, my God. Wow. Way to invite yourself over, bro. Yeah. Um, Well, she has like his room there. That's true. (laughs) So, I mean, whatever. Uh, and then we cut to later at Sugar Bakers, and Allison is recounting the Ernest movie that they watched. <laughs> and she's like, and then he said, how about a bumper sandwich, booger lips, and then ran him over with his truck. Uh-huh. She loved and it. She did. And Mary Jo's like, another landmark moment in the cinema. hmm And Carlene's like, I hear they just love Ernest in France. Is that true, though? I don't know. I remember there was some foreign country from America where they're like, love like Ernest. That's funny. Yeah. Maybe it is France. <clears throat> yeah. And then Bernice says, you know, I just love this girl. She really tells it like it is. For nah. example, we went out to the candy counter during the show and she was going to buy me a box of Raisinets and the clerk said that'll be four fifty, which is like $20 in today's money. I know. And she said four fifty for a box of Raisinets. Well, I was going to buy a tall popcorn and a box of Jujubes. Well, I need to apply for a bank loan, booger lips. Wow. I tell you, she's a straight shooter. <laughs> um, Bernice is leaving and she says she'll call Allison about Saturday. So they're bros now. They're going to hang out. <laughs> and Anthony's like, what's Saturday? And Allison says, that would be the monster truck rally. Yeah. And Anthony's like, well, looks like Bernice has found herself a new best friend. Bernice has like the craziest taste in she's, things to do. She's so funny. Yeah. So eclectic. Uh, Payne comes down in his bathrobe. Oh, my God. And Carlene asks how he likes being back in Atlanta. And uh, she says, your mom was telling me you don't like New York as much as you used to. And Payne says, you know, New York is fine for some people, but I've just had too many bad experiences. The last straw was when I got mugged. And they were like, what? You got mugged? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was having the worst day of my life. My wife and I had had a fight. I was taking a walk to shake it off. This guy walks up and says, I've got a knife. Give me your money. And he explained to this potential mugger that he just had a fight with his wife. Like, can I just, like, keep my wallet and maybe just, like, a couple bucks to buy beer? And Anthony's like, what did he do? And Payne says he hit me. And then he let me keep $2. Well, Carlene says, and people say New Yorkers aren't nice. (laughs) Let him keep two dollars. Yeah. That won't even buy him raisinets. Um, (laughs) Wow. Good (laughs) callback. And then uh, Anthony says, you know, I know you and Allison both live there, but like I couldn't do that myself. It's noisy and expensive and full of crime. 
And Allison says, yeah, but the opera and the ballet are exquisite. And Carmen's yeah. like, oh, you went to the opera and the ballet, huh? And Allison's like, well, no. No. Like, nobody ever does. We did. Uh, yeah. But we know it's there and it's exquisite. The ballet yeah. is exquisite. Yeah. Especially with Misty Copeland. Uh-huh. Um, Julia comes out from the storeroom and she is asking Payne about uh, all this stuff for breakfast. Because he's like, oh, I know you're going to want me to clean out the uh, boxes in the attic. And she's like, nope, I was just going to ask how you slept. And I want to make you breakfast. And he's like, no, I can do it myself. And she's like, okay, well, do you want this or this? Do you want juice? Do you want this? And she's just like asking a million questions. And then while she's talking, Allison asks Mary Jo if Payne's just going to sit there again all day in his robe. And he's got this remote, this early 1990s TV remote. <laughs> it's amazing. And he's clicking through the channels. And Carlene says, have you ever noticed how you can go through about 150 channels with the remote in your hand and everything looks stupid? Uh -huh. But when somebody else is holding the remote control, everything looks so good. Mm -hmm. Why is that, Anthony? Mm -hmm. And Anthony makes a great joke They're here. like up on him, by the way. Yeah. He's like, well, Carlene, I guess it's just one of those unsolved mysteries. Uh-huh. Yep. I love it. So happy. Uh, Julia has cooked pain breakfast. She has done his laundry and she ironed everything except for his blue jeans because she what? knows he does not like his blue jeans ironed. Whoa. Could you imagine ironing blue jeans? Even no. saying the word blue jeans feels a little weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then Payne's like, oh, you didn't have to do all that. And she's like, yeah, but I like to. And Payne's like, okay, I'll indulge you. And then Carlene says that Julie's just happy as a bird, isn't she? And Mary Jo says, yes, that's what you want for your children, for them to grow up, be completely independent and self-sufficient, and to need you desperately. Mm -hmm. And then she relays the story about Quint. Jeez. Quint. Uh, he's at an age now where he's embarrassed to have a mother at all. He's too cool to ride the bus, so he wants me to drive him. First off, I don't understand oh. that, because my parents are like, uh, the only way you're getting to school is if you get on this bus. Yeah. Um. So he's too cool for the bus, but so Mary Jo has to drive him, but he's too cool to have anyone see her, so she has to drop him None off of at this. the graveyard no. across from the school. Uh -uh. What bullshit is this? Uh-uh. That would have not been tolerated in my house. Uh -uh. Um, and she said, actually, a lot of parents are dropping their kids off in the graveyard. I cannot stand it. I may just, we all just, like, we don't know how, what we're going to do. I may just have to start wearing a beard and driving a laundry van just to get him to school. Oh, so weird. Um, yeah. Allison says, you know, I saw something like this on 2020. It's called Return to the Nest Syndrome. Um, they had an accountant, a lawyer, and a dentist all living with their mommies. And they said it's more like a business arrangement. You know, I live above the garage. It's almost like having my own apartment. Except for while they were talking, the moms are spitting on Kleenexes and wiping their faces. Yeah. Ew. Um, and Carlene said, I don't think that's so terrible. You know, spitting on the Kleenex thing is bad. But where I come from, you're not just expected to move a thousand miles away from home to prove you're grown up. Um, she says that Dwayne was upset, like, when they got married and moved three houses down from her family. But it was real convenient having them close by, especially when they were fighting a lot. Because it was real nice to have your mama come over and whoop him. Mm -hmm. that and they're like, <laughs> my favorite joke. Great. Whoop him. Whoop him. And they're like, what? He, she whooped him? Mm. And she's like, well, she didn't do it that much. You know, she just, she really got her point across when she made him go out and like break off his own switch from a tree. I can't believe that. And Mary Jo uh, is saying, you know, that like Payne just wants a vacation. Allison says, no, he's going to, no, he doesn't. He's going to quit his job, divorce his wife, and move back here permanently. And she's like, you know, we're family. And you know how family does things. And Anthony's like, eavesdrop. Mm -hmm. And Mary Jo's like, it's that parental paradox again. Like, you want them to get big, but you want them to stay little. 
It's kind of like when I was first married to Ted when I was 20. I could tell my parents didn't like the idea of us having sex under their roof. And I had to tell them, look, with Raggedy Andy in one corner and listening to Daddy snore in the next room, I don't think you have to worry about it. But at the same time, they'd spend the whole time complaining about not having any grandchildren. Like, they did not understand the two things were related. God, when she was only 20. Ugh. Wow. Wow, no. Wow. Uh, And then Julian Payne come back out and she's talking and then she does that thing with the Kleenex on his cheek. Ugh. Ugh. No. And then we cut to a scene later where Julia's up in the attic and Payne comes up there and she's already going through his stuff and just like reveling in the memories. Um, and she says she feels like an archaeologist. She's sitting in like a rocking in, chair. In like a baby that... rocking chair. Yeah. And she says she's digging through layers like an archaeologist. And she says that she's really glad he came back um, now that um, he's back. You know, she's felt so alone. Like she doesn't really have any family she can turn to anymore. And Payne's like, oh, you've got Allison. And Julia's like, as I said, I don't really feel like I have any family anymore. Um, and she's like, I'm really glad you're home. And now that you are, I have two things to say to you. The first is that it's been heavy and having you here um, with Reese dying and Suzanne going to Japan with mother. It's been really lonely. And I don't really think I've been this lonely since your father died. She's like, and the second thing is you have to go. I <laughs> I knew that was coming. He's like, mother. And she's like, nope, you got to go. It's time. When you married that girl, you made a promise to her. You've got to go back and face your responsibilities. Um, I should have said this a few days ago, but I was being selfish. I wanted you here. No. But now, you know, I've been going through these boxes and realized that these things allow me to keep a little piece of you close to me. And I'm not going to throw any of them away. I'm going to keep them all. And I also realized that means I can't keep you. And he's oh. like, oh, you're oh, not no. throwing oh, me out. Oh, okay. oh, I'm going down <laughs> on the job. <laughs> and Bane's like, you're not throwing me out, are you? Um, Sunny, <laughs> Sunny decided to climb on Leslie, um, and I did not stop her. I was, was not paying attention. Uh, I always thought home well, was a place when you came, they had to take you in. What are you? Thinking? I was paying attention, but I did, my brain didn't think through. <laughs> Backing up, come here, come here. I can't see the screen, darling. <laughs> come here. Gotta do so. Okay, we're all. <laughs> she just sit on the microphone. Oh my god, uh, Julia come says here, she knows. Silly girl. Um. She knows that Sylvia has been calling him and he's been telling Carly and Allison to tell her that he's not there. And Julia's like, you know, I'm so I'm so glad this was a happy place for you to grow up. Yeah. But you can't return to your childhood. And he's like, I don't want to return to my childhood. I um I just want to return to to like this room and like this place. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, be an adult. Being an adult bites it. Bites it. That <laughs> was so true. funny. And she goes, language. She's like, it's your pain language. And he's like. <laughs> bites it. He's like, I still need you to keep me in line. Um, and I bet you're looking forward to a time when you don't have to do that anymore. And she's like, not necessarily. And then we cut to later when he's leaving. He's decided he's going to go. In by the way, as I pointed out, when we watched yes. together in full like, like business attire. Like going to work. Like a blazer yep. and like loafers. Like nice pants like, and loafers. Uh, not pajamas. Um, no. And Anthony asks if he needs a ride, and he says no. I got a cab. And then Allison comes to tell him bye, and he goes to hug her, but she makes it weird, and then it's just awkward. So weird. But then, um, Carlene is very cute, and she's uh-huh. like, "I wanted to give you a penny to throw off the Empire State Building. I hear it flattens to the size of a dinner plate when it hits the sidewalk." But Allison no. said it would be dangerous. And then Allison says, "And stupid." And Carlene's like, "And stupid." But so just throw it in a big fountain for me, and hands him a penny. 
And then um, she like gives him a hug and she says, uh, I also hear that if you spit off the Empire State Building when it's really cold, it freezes before it hits the sidewalk. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> looks like expectant and excited. Yeah. She's like, so please cute. go do it. <laughs> and he says he was very happy to meet her and they have like a very cute hug and stuff. Um, and then Julia says bye to him and all that. And then she closes the door and turns around and says, but he's, he's still my baby. And Payne's like, I heard that. And uh-huh. then it's credits. Credits. So we never get back to now. No. There's no, like, moral to the story. There's no, why did we flash back to the story? It just is. It was just a weird episode. Yeah. If we're honest. Yep. Did you have a favorite outfit, though? Uh, I did. Did you have a favorite outfit? Yes. Do you want to talk about yours while mine loads? Okay. Mine was... That was a weird little... No, don't get up. <laughs> no, don't do it. She's coming back. Oh, no. <laughs> I got you. No. <laughs> I got you though. She's determined. I got you though. It's okay. Oh, no. I can. I don't okay. need that. Because I have to be so gentle anymore. with Come her here, too, so I can't like actually Arthritis. hold her. Arthritis baby. Arthritis baby. Um, I yeah, liked Julia's outfit <coughs> when Payne um tells her he's like staying. <laughs> I was gonna say he has to stay. No, he tells her he's staying, and she's wearing. Oh God, sorry. Oh, no, pardon me. Um, oh, no, it's it is dark out. It's yeah, the sun's gone down. It's time to go to sleep. Um, she's wearing a very long cardigan, like to her knees, a very like, oversized pink cardigan, and then a black, I guess, silk like like nightgown. I don't really know. <laughs> it looks like she's about to go to bed. It looks like she's about to go to bed. I guess it's a, like and so, but like it's like it's not like lingerie, but it's like a. Yeah. shapely nightgown it's a like shapely it's, nightgown it's not like it's like a it's like not a, like pj pants or something no it, but she is fancy so let's she be honest but i love how it's like with the big giant chunky cardigan that's yeah. like as big as like her whole body yep um so i loved that um what was your favorite outfit mine was bernice when uh-huh. she meets the ladies because she does come in like a fancy customer she's got on a simple black dress but over top of that black dress she's wearing a bright red cape with a very colorful scarf up around her neck, bright gold earrings that are giant, like a like a Jackie O hat yeah. that matches her cape, and gloves that also match her cape, and a red leather clutch that matches, and like a giant gold bracelet, and it's just it's beautiful. She got so happening? randomly like fancy in this season. This she is did. very adorable, Sunny. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, I fit right here. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> she, but yeah, she got really fancy in this season. I'm surprised she did. Sunny, she's mad that something is on Leslie's lap that isn't <laughs> that her, is not her. Basically, I see you. Uh huh. So I guess that's our episode. <laughs> that's huh? it. That's Leslie, our episode. Where can people find us? We are all over the internets. We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on Podbean and iTunes. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It uh, helps us reach more people. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you uh, next time. Next time. Maybe next <laughs> Who decade. Knows? I, maybe next oh, decade. Shit, it might be next oh, decade. Shit, it might be next decade. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Also, we're filming. Oh, we are? Good. Because we got to talk about Babyface Gerard Butler. Butler. I can't remember what. I mean, I liked him in like the time line. I saw that. Is that? Yeah, yeah, me too.